Hello and welcome to another episode of Fight on Montana. We are the podcast where we take a deep dive into everything Grizzly Athletics. Uh, I am Adam Healy, your host. I'm here with my co-host, none other than Angel Villanueva. Let's go. And we have an awesome episode for you today, guys. Uh, before we get into our episode, I'd like to uh, remind the listeners to rate, review, and subscribe to the podcast wherever you get your podcasts. You can find us and get a hold of us on uh, platforms as in Twitter, Instagram, and also our Facebook page at Fight on Montana. Um, but let's get into this episode. We have the great pleasure to have the newest member of the Grizzlies, none other than Isaiah Childs. How are you doing, man? I'm doing good. I'm doing real good. Thank you guys for having me. Oh, we're, we're, we're oh, really yeah. excited to have you. Yes, sir. Oh, yeah, man. So, Isaiah, you know, just kind of really simply just give a quick introduction of yourself, how you kind of came about this process. I'm sure the fans, you know, they don't care about me to Adam here. Yeah. You know, they really kind of want to know a little bit about you, your background, your story. So what can you tell the fans out there? Um, so I'm a transfer student from the University of Akron. Um, technically, I'll be a sophomore in the classroom, but still a freshman on the field. I didn't lose mm -hmm. a year because of COVID. I'm originally from Wamigo, Kansas, a uh, three-star athlete out of there, and I'm coming here to play running back. So, uh, you know, I'm excited to get out here and, you know, represent the school and represent the community. So, Sweet, man. I love to hear it. I love Walk us a little bit. What was it like growing up in, uh, you said Wamigo, Kansas, correct? Yes, sir. So how was that kind of growing up, though? Just talk to us a little bit about your youth. Um, you know, playing football, you know, football is a real big thing out there. Um, stepdad came into my life when I was six and um, really taught me how to play football. And so running back, that was my love right then and there. You know, I love playing football. It was pretty rough around like all the other kids during recess and stuff. And so <laughs> mm -hmm. it pretty mm -hmm. much fit into me right there. But, man, while me go, it was kind of like uh, Missoula here, you know, like mm -hmm. really big, like football town, you know, football oriented. And um, I just loved it. You know, Friday nights, you know, everyone in the town would come to the games and it would be like a really big thing. And so, uh, like, man, Wamiga was probably, honestly, like, probably one of the highlights, you know, of my life and, you know, high school career. And um, if I can give any advice to anybody in Kansas, like, that's where the best football is at is in Wamigo, Kansas. So, whoa, man, I'm from California. I don't know about that. I'm going to have to argue with you just a little bit. Hey, but... man, it's, it's beautiful out there. So, I'm just playing with you, man. I love to hear it. I love it. Do you feel like, you know, the running back position, you just kind of really naturally fell into it, or is it something that you really had to work and kind of grind out? Um, I naturally, like, fell into it. So, um, it was kind of funny. I uh, played flag football for a little bit, and I was mm -hmm. the fastest kid out there. And so, my stepdad was like, hey, told my mom put me in uh, tackle football. And they didn't have a second grade, second grade team at the time, so I had to play up with the third graders. And literally, my first carry broke it for 80. And so, ever since then, nice. you know, it was just like, man, football, you know, and playing running back. You know, the running back position, you can switch up the game, you know, switch up the tempo so much. And so that's why I love it. So, Isaiah, you know, growing up in Kansas, and I believe uh, you have a South Korean uh, yep. family ties. Yep. How, was, how was that growing up in, you know, Kansas, where there's probably not a huge South Korean population? Um, you know, you're probably same thing with, with Montana. How was that growing up? And, and just kind of go into that. Um, so like really like oh, honestly like not a lot of people knew I was Korean and so they obviously knew I like, wasn't like you know fully black and so 
Um, when I had told people about it, they were like, honestly, kind of like shocked by it and a little bit amazed and everyone thought it was cool. But, you know, you don't really get a lot of my culture, my Asian culture out there in Kansas. And so you have a little bit of it. So um, it was nothing really like I had nothing like much to deal with, you know, nothing um, like bullying and like high school or middle school with it. So, um, you know, like I said, everyone in Wamigo was like really welcoming, welcome arms to newcomers in town and stuff. So I never really had problems with, you know, my heritage out there. So mm. that's, what, that's awesome. Yeah. Did, were, were you born there? Um, no. So my um, mom was born there and um, my grandpa, uh, he was in the military and got stationed in Fort Riley. And that's in Kansas. So that's about like 30 minutes from where I'm from in Wamigo. And so mm -hmm. he met my grandmother in Korea and, and my mom was born here um, in the United States. So cool. Yes, sir. There you go, man. Family ties. There you go. You know what? Uh, it's kind of one of those things for me, too, Isaiah. So um, you can't really tell, but I'm Mexican. I'm just <laughs> like I'm, I'm a Canelo type. You know, I have the light skin. I have the red beard. So it's a little bit I, I kind of relate to you in a sense. You know, growing up, I was fortunate enough really kind of being surrounded and grown up in that culture coming over here. It was a big kind of culture shift for me. So it took a little bit of time for me to kind of adjust to it. You know, and uh, do you think that's kind of something that you're expecting? Or do you think you're going to fit in pretty, pretty well? well um i think i'm gonna fit in pretty well you know um meeting mm -hmm. a couple people like just like throughout town and stuff and my teammates mm -hmm. showing me around like everyone's been like really welcome arms mm -hmm. and show me around the place so i know like missoula is i know i picked the right spot right here so yeah i'd love to hear bro. To meet more people honestly yeah that's awesome See, that was my, my one of my biggest things too because coming from california you know just people just aren't as naturally friendly a little bit more aggressive you know even yeah. when you're walking down the street so it was a big change for me too but it was it was one that i fell in love with you know you could really kind of be at peace and uh just knowing that you're not going to be getting into any type of trouble you know because you're surrounded by really just genuine people that really care about you not adam i don't know about him but everybody else you can, you can have that conversation <laughs> thanks man thanks thanks uh so you know isaiah growing up in uh kansas you know wamigo i believe is pretty close to kansas state yeah, that's um, 15 minutes away from Kansas State. So. Yeah, so was that your dream school growing up, or did you have another dream school? Um, my I dream school was Oklahoma, and oh, okay. that was honestly, like, my favorite running back is Adrian Peterson. That's my favorite running back of all time. So, like, watching his highlights as a kid, like, I was like, I'm going to break all his records, and I want to go there. And, unfortunately, I talked to him a little bit, you know, I talked to Lincoln Riley and, and my recruiting process, and I didn't obviously get that offer. But um, Kansas State, um, they offered me uh, go, in the summer going to my senior year and stuff. But Kansas State, um, really good town, you know, great university and stuff. It was just personally me. I kind of wanted to get away from home for a little bit and, you know, branch out and see new opportunities, you know, and explore the world a little bit. Awesome. That's really awesome, dude. Um, just kind of out of curiosity, I feel like there's a point – um, or at least I would like to say, at least in my life, there was really a point where I knew I wanted to pursue football a little bit more seriously. Do you remember that time? Were you in a tough place? Was it a good time for you? Was it just something that just kind of naturally clicked? Or was, is there really kind of a story behind that? Um, so honestly, it, kind of, it clicked for me really early. So my parents had split up when I was five. And so it was just my mom raising me single mother. And she had me when she was 16. And that's like literally my best friend and everything. And mm -hmm. so... I literally do everything for her, you know, and for my family. But it kind of started clicking in for me. I was watching a football game. It was LaDainian Thompson. He was playing for the Chargers. And um, 
Yeah, broke. Uh, yeah, broke the Russian uh, the touchdown record that year. And I remember it was at the Charger Stadium and everything. And he was just uh, saw his pregame interview, and I was like, dude, I want to be like that. And I'm just like looking around in my house, and we only we didn't have any furniture in my house, like barely any food in our refrigerator. So then I told my mom like right then and there, I was like, you ain't got to worry about nothing. And so that was pretty much like my clicking point for me. I'm like, this is what I want to do. And there's like no plan B. This is plan A. And so. Mm-hmm. Man on a mission, man. I love to hear it. I love yes, to sir. hear it. Yes, That's sir. inspiring, bro. Congratulations. Yeah. I'm I'm sure you're making your family proud and they're, and they're really excited to see what you put out. Yeah, that's, do it all for them. So I appreciate it. Oh, yeah. Thank you. Of course, of course. Yeah. So, you know, what kind of, you know, you know, it mentioned some of the growing up uh, and having some, uh, you know, no food in, in, in your fridge and stuff like that. So what kind of other heartaches, tribulations have you gone through you know, to make it to this point, you've played Division One football and, and now are going to the FCS. What has gone from the start of your childhood to, to up to this point? Um, so, like, my mom, you know, like I said, she was a single mother. Um, my dad, like, left early. And we still talk to this day, me and him still talk to this day. So I'm uh, fortunate for that. But, um, you know, just looking out for my mom, you know, being there. And my stepdad came into my life early and really taught me, you know, how to, you know, be a man and, you know, do the right things as a man, as you obviously got to do. And um, now through middle school, uh, middle school was a great time for me. Uh, I had actually, I had broke my foot in middle school, like the third game of like my middle school career in seventh grade. And so that kind of sucked. And then coming out to eighth grade year, um, had a great eighth grade year. And then ninth grade, um, uh, started off really well. I only played six games for like my freshman season then got moved up to varsity to play defense a little bit. And so that was pretty fun. Sophomore year, I had a good year for football. Then junior year, it kind of sucked. Uh, broke my collarbone fourth game of the year. Ooh. And I was doing really good. And then came back later on uh, towards the end of the season in our semi-state game and uh, walled out a little bit. Then we ended up losing that game. And then um, I had transferred schools at the beginning of uh, my second semester of my junior year, I went to Amigo. And so um, then senior year, went to Amigo, then broke my foot again uh, on senior night of my senior year. And so it's been a lot of ups and downs, but, you know, I always tell everybody, I was like, if it wasn't for those ups and downs, you know, it wouldn't make me the person I am today. So I'm honestly thankful for that. Amen. And just Amen, man. kind of thing about those injuries, bro. Just uh, how do you think they've really put you in a position to grow as a young man, as an athlete? You know, kind of talking like you know, in this situation, obviously you're you're in a position to really inspire the youth. You know, so yeah. you know, if somebody was listening, what would you kind of tell them to internalize those you know those trials and tribulations and make it their own? You know, um, honestly, like if they were an athlete, not even being an athlete too, just like a regular person, like. You know, you're going to have your hard days, you know, and every sometimes, you know, life sucks sometimes. You know, you're going to have yeah. your bumps and bruises, but, you know, those bumps and bruises are going to help you out in the long run and you're going to learn from them, too. And being an athlete, you know, having those type of injuries, it makes you take things like less for granted. So, like, obviously, like coming to practice and playing in games and being with your teammates, you know, it makes you appreciate those things a lot more. And me, I know I appreciate those things a lot more. And so I try to – um you know, tell everybody that, especially like the younger kids, like, hey, take this serious, you know, because you don't know when you're, it's your last play or, you know, um, last opportunity to step out on the field. So just, you know, embrace it, enjoy every moment of it and, you know, take it to the fullest. What, you know, you know, with your 
with your um, injuries and stuff like that, you know, what drives you as a player? What drives you to, you know, keep on putting in the work and, and keep on striving to what you, where you want to go? So I always, um, I always compare it. So Kobe Bryant's my favorite athlete of all time. Yeah. The latest mentality was. And um, always like something that always sticks out to me is like someone's out there trying to take my spot or outwork me. And so um, that's why I really just like focus my mind on is that someone's out trying to outwork me out there and I can't let them do that. So, yeah, that's what exactly bro. It's that, every day. <laughs> it's that drive, man. Yes, sir. See, there you, man. It's, you know, that, that's that's the awesome part about this. You know, obviously it's a team sport, but really you're in control of, of your destiny, you know, mm -hmm. your position. You're given a job. For me, it was playing offensive line. So yeah. for me, you know, Germer put that responsibility on me. Hey, you got to make sure you're big enough, strong enough, fast enough, being able to do that stuff. And I'm just really fortunate to be put in those positions because, oh, it's even though it's a team kind of it, it's a team effort at the same time it's a, you got to do your individual an individual part and it sounds like you're getting it done yes sir mm -hmm. so you know your senior year you balled out dude you know you 1100 yards 15 touchdowns and like you said you missed some games too yeah so it was kind of weird how like the season started so i was really hyped coming into it first two games of the year had i think it was eight touchdowns and rushed for 500 yards, something like that, in the first two games of the year. Now you're just showing off, bro. Now you're just showing <laughs> off at this point. And so, um, you know, played a little bit in some more in the season, and then it was just sucked. Like, senior night, had broke my foot, and it just like, kind of dwindled from there. So it was just like, you know, like I said, every day I always act like someone's trying to outwork me. I put a lot of pressure on myself or, or just try to have something like just going against me because it makes me, you know, it makes me hum humbler and also makes me like eager to work. So every game I would always like try to set a milestone for myself where it makes, mm -hmm. you know, tell a lie to myself to make me mad or something. So, <laughs> <laughs> so man, kind of thinking about, you know, obviously after that, you got a, you got a scholarship to go play at, at the University of Akron. Um, walk us through a little bit of that process. What was that kind of that journey like that part of your life like? So, um, honestly, like the recruiting process, like it was weird, really weird how it happened. So sophomore or freshman and sophomore year, got some playing time on varsity, um, junior year, balled out like my first four games and got hurt and played one more game. So a total of five games, my junior year out a total of, I think 12 we had in the season. So I didn't really have that much junior film. And then I went to a combine in Kansas and there was like a bunch of reporters and stuff. And, um, not a lot of people knew my name. Put up some good numbers at the combine, and uh, Akron uh, saw like my numbers, and um, they were the first school to offer me. And then went to a couple more camps, started putting up some good numbers again. Went to a K State camp, and um, a lot of more schools started offering me. And um, with the process with Akron, um, one of the coaches, he was from Kansas, that recruited me, and so I like really fell in love with them. And Akron was the first school to offer me at running back, and so. Um, it just it felt everything felt right at the time with them, and so I just you know prayed uh, prayed to the man above, you know, and just followed his lead and chose Akron at that time. So awesome. And what other positions did you play or get offered at? Um, so I got offered at linebacker and safety, and then at quarterback too. So oh man, just all around, huh? Yeah, yeah. I played athlete, a lot of bro. My junior year, so they there pretty you much go. Put me as an athlete, pretty much. Yeah, so. Well, like so, in your your senior um, tape, like y you are not afraid to hit somebody. 
Yeah. Uh, <laughs> just like running back, you know, you, you can shake and bake a little bit, but you can uh, honestly just like lay and level somebody out. Linebacker, you've got that quick speed and safety as well. Yeah. Uh, man, I could – if something doesn't work out, man, you've got a spot no matter what because <laughs> you've yeah. got the versatility. Um, I could see at safety. You know, I'm not a coach by any means, but, man – I think you're golden for whatever position they want you. And I think they're telling you that they want you at running back, right? Yes, sir. At running back. And so that okay. was like my desired position. I told him, I was like, you know, any spot I can help the team at, you know, I want the team to win teams first. And so mm -hmm. any position they need me at O-line, no D-line punter or something, I'll do it for them. So, <laughs> so Isaiah, it's kind of funny that you say that. I think you're in a real fortunate, you know, really position to just be as versatile as you are. So one of my things when I first got to university, I'm, I'm just a curious cat in general. So I go around asking any on all the questions to the guys that have been around the NFL, because obviously at the time for me, my dream was NFL too. I come yeah. from a similar story, similar story as you. You know, my mama had me when she was 17. It just, it is what it is. And so because of that, one of the things that I, it was a common theme through the people that I kept talking about that had the, you know, the chance and opportunity to play at the next level was, hey, learn every position that you can. Mm -hmm. The more versatile you are, the more likely you're going to be able to stay on the roster. So I guess that's my advice to, you know, kind of embrace this little, you know, the versatility that you kind of bring to the table, you know, and just be a little bit open minded. You just never know what you're going to expect and what you can fall into, bro, you know? Exactly, exactly. Mm -hmm. And that's why I tell it, you know, all the kids that are about to, you know, be seniors at my uh, at my high school. I was like, be open to playing any position, you know. Yeah. Puts more value to you. So yeah. the more positions you can play, the more you'll get recruited by yeah. school. So yeah. And it's also it's also just great for the team too, you know. At exactly. the end of the day, I'm some of my favorite players of all time were players that were just so open and willing to play other positions, you know, so open and willing to just be, hey, I'm gonna go get it done. I don't care what I have to do. You know, I'm not the type of guy that be able to handle. You put me at linebacker, I'm missing every tackle. <laughs> yeah. That will not work out for me. But you know what? The guys that were doing that, I just had such tremendous respect for them, you know? Exactly. Yes, sir. Mm -hmm. <laughs> so, you know, what What drove you uh, to leave Akron to come to Montana? And so um, I had a hot grade three angle sprain uh, going into literally like our first game of the year. And so um, I was in the starting rotation, and it just kind of sucked. And my ankle didn't really get much better from there. And so technically took, a, like, a medical redshirt year because um, we didn't have a um, – we didn't we had a fall season this year, and it was only five games. And so pretty much the coaching staff just told me, you know, just sit out. You know, it's only five games. I won't count towards you. So just, you know, come to practice, learn the playbook, and be ready for next year. And then came into spring ball, and my position coach left. And so oh. it kind of sucked for me because that was the only really like coach that I really knew. And then they wanted us to switch my position at linebacker. And we had two guys for technically three guys that were starters last year. And our first two starters were first team all conference. And so mm -hmm. it was going to be a while till you know, I got some playing time. And so I just pretty much told the head coach, you know, uh, my best interest is, you know, to leave. And I was put all my faith in the man upstairs and mm -hmm. you know it was a long process you know sometimes it was there was ups and downs in the process but you know i just kept on believing and i knew that you know my talents and um the way the person the person that i am that a school was going to find me and take a chance on me so mm -hmm. and that's how kind of montana came in the picture right yeah, that's exactly how Montana. Man, I'm telling you, Montana always comes through, bro. What can I yeah. say, man? It was kind <laughs> of the same thing. 
I was, yeah. I was really happy. That was one of, honestly one of the uh, top FCS schools I was looking at. I had all my yeah. charts at schools that, you know, I was interested in. And Montana was the first to hit me up. And so I was yeah. like, man, this is, you know, this means something, you know. So, yeah, yeah. And it's kind of like you said, you you, you mentioned it a couple times. You just kind of leave it to the big man upstairs. It really yeah. is. He kind of puts these opportunities at the right time, at the right moment. And you don't even expect it, expect it to come out of, you know, out of the place that it came out of. Exactly. Um, so obviously, just kind of continue on, bro. Just we're really excited to have you. I I think you made the best decision in your life, and I just can't wait to once this kind of story in this chapter kind of closes to kind of you know come back to this and say, hey, you know what? Was I right or was I right? You know, one of those conversations. <laughs> yeah. So you know, he you kind of mentioned a little bit about how the whole process unfolded, but what really kind of when you initially had those conversations with the coaches, maybe with some of the players. I don't know how that kind of went down, but. Um, you know, what was your kind of initial reaction? Where was your head at? What you like about the place? Um, so Coach Green uh, was the running backs coach here, and yep. he hit me up. We had a really long phone call. Our first phone call was almost like forty-five minutes, mm-hmm. and it was late at night too because we we're on East Coast time in Akron. So it was like, gosh, probably like midnight or something. Oh wow! Yeah, called yeah. me, and it's two hours behind here in Missoula, so it was like ten o'clock here. We didn't almost get off the phone till like one o'clock. And so that's like when I knew I was like, man, this dude, like, you know, genuinely wants me to, you know, be a part of this. And he told me the situation. Were you like, like, dude, do you know what time it is? I know. I was like, man, I was like, but we we're talking ball and talking about life and, you know, the opportunities that he saw for me as an athlete, and, you know, and as a student athlete here. And told me the situation in the running back room and just really told me like if i put the hard work in that i usually always do and just keep my head down that i'll have a good chance you know i'm getting some pretty good playing time here and you know i believed him and i chose here and so ever since then it was you know the best decision i've made so that's awesome awesome. what what kind of things what kind of things did you you know um like about the university of montana that you kind of were like drove you to the university what did you know about university of montana um so the first thing i knew was the rivalry you know against montana mm. state and that's what you know i always ask coaches like what's you know your big time rival because you know um i want to know like the history about the school and um he told me about that and then i know the fans are crazy up here man and oh, yeah. sell out sell out game literally every game and um, I, I watched the games from, you know, 2018 and 2019 and you guys were competing your asses off and, in the playoffs and stuff. So I was like, man, like this team's like a bunch of fighters and, you know, that's personally me, like how I grew up out of fight and claw my way through everything. And I just like love the mentality of the team and, um, great town, you know, great university. And I was just like looking more research up every and every day. And, um, it really sold it. it Montana really sold me was when you guys play those two spring games and just watching how the team played. Yeah. And everyone was fired up, man. I was just like, man, like this is, you know, I'm a, put all my chips in, you know, and go for it. And I was mm-hmm. like, I'm, I'm glad I made this decision. So that's awesome. Man, that's awesome. Yeah. That's, that's really, really cool. I'd love to hear that story, bro. Yeah. You'll learn about those rivalries real quick. Yeah. yeah you'll learn about it real quick. And when you do, it's one of those things at, at first, you just kind of don't really understand it because all you hear is people talking about it. And yeah. because of it, you play into the hype a little bit, but it's not until you're on that field, you get to experience what it's like to step up against those guys you know, that, that, that won't be named, but I mean, once that time comes, it'll be a good time for sure. Now, Isaiah, I have a really important question for you, man, because yeah. I struggled with this when I first got offered. Did you know where Montana was on the map before <laughs> you committed? 
Honestly, be honest I really with me. thought it was above Kansas, like not gonna lie. I, really <laughs> I had a look at it. I was like, damn, like we're almost by you know Washington and California. So I'm like, yeah. we're like West Coast a little bit. So hey, um, that's the West was, Coast is the best coast, man. What can I say? <laughs> and I was like, you know, the first thing I thought was like, man, it's gonna snow a lot too. So I was like, I'll make sure I got my snow gear ready. So. <laughs> Um, are, are you have you been around the snow? I don't know if it snows very heavily in Kansas. Yeah, um, yeah, I've been around the snow in Kansas. You know, we go sledding and stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, but I never like been snowboarding, and so a lot of the guys were like, yeah, snowboarding and skiing. You know, go up here a lot. So I'm like, okay, you know, mm-hmm. um, been fishing all the time. Um, we go noodling oh, yeah. in Kansas. I don't really know if you guys know what noodling is. But... Noodling. Oh, is that is that where you put your hand into? Yeah, like the ground, and you pull out the fish. Yeah, Bro, I the catfish out of the ground, and so that's what? Like, yeah, that's one of our my favorite things to do is to go noodling and stuff. So. Hey man, you build different over there. That's all. Yeah. I have like to say. in the ground. <laughs> yeah, like you literally put your put your arm under like a little sea channel, and that's where like the catfish are. And huh. you pull them out, and you gotta let them bite you before you pull it out, and oh. you just pull out a catfish with your with your whole hand and stuff. So, dang. Yeah, I was like, I got yeah. a couple battle wounds from them, but you know, it's it's an adrenaline rush. I really like it. So. Oh yeah, oh yeah. <laughs> uh, and, and do you guys? Uh, I would assume that it's 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 like a fish fry right afterwards. Yep, exactly. Oh man, I bet it, it's crazy. Yeah, crazy we, good. yeah, we it's it's dope, man. It's it's yeah. we get some good cooking out there too. So there you go, man. That's cool. So kind of kind of moving on the track. I know obviously you're here now. We're happy to have you here. But just kind of walking through some of the schools that you maybe you know kind of were talking to you were kind of on your radar. Um. So as soon as like I hit the portal, um, uh, Southern Illinois was one of the top schools that hit me, and then um. Louisiana Lafayette uh, and Louisiana Monroe. There were mm-hmm. two more schools that hit me up: Kansas State and Texas Tech. And it was just kind of, it just kind of sucked at the moment because they weren't really like, didn't know where there were their um, positions were with like scholarships and everything. So it just kind of took a while. And then Montana, you know, they just told me the situation with the running back room, and they just told me, "Are like we're really interested in you," and they were the first school to offer, you know, without even really like meeting me. And so mm-hmm. that just like really stood out to me. And so, um, like, like those schools, you know, I appreciate them like recruiting me and everything and wanting to be able to take a chance on me. But I was like, Montana's, you know, my school. And so ever since then, you know, I just, I just, I'm in love with the choice that I pick. So there you go, bro. So, Isaiah, you, you know, go. talking about your, your game, what do you feel is the best part of your game? And, and who do you kind of uh, mirror your game after? after uh, former or, um, you know, long ago players? So, uh, um, I think the best part of my game would probably have to be my physicality. And, um, I try to hone in, like, I'm a pretty big guy to play running back. And so I try to play smaller than I am. And so, um, the two guys I really like look forward to and like watching obviously Adrian Peterson, that's my favorite running back. But um, I think a modern guy that I'd have to say would probably be, gosh, either uh, a long time ago is either Eric Dickerson, and uh, my favorite player right now would probably have to be Ezekiel Elliott. So nice. Yep, yep. He's a beast, man. He's a yeah, beast. Those are my sure. top three favorite running backs. You know, they're always falling forward, taking contact, and they're quick too. So. Mm-hmm. So are you six three six three two zero five or six three? Um, so six two, six three with my hair. Uh, oh, okay. With my hair. <laughs> I'm a, yeah, I'm gonna say that to the viewers. No, I'm not six three, but I'll get I'm legit six two, so mm-hmm. okay. Yeah. Nice. 
So, you know, kind of thinking about your game, I think it's really important to under, I mean, for me personally, I always knew there was something else to kind of strive for. Mm-hmm. You know, kind of thinking about your game, where would you like to see kind of growth? What do you really want to challenge yourself now that you're on campus? Um, I think the part I really just want to challenge myself is with my flexibility. Um, I try to play smaller than I am. And, you know, a lot of people, when they see me, like, oh, man, this guy's not fast or probably mm-hmm. just a big bruiser. But like I said, I try to play smaller than I am. And so I think that's what the coaches and, you know, my teammates are going to see on the first day of the field. First day when I get in pads is like, man, this dude plays smaller than he actually is and is really fast. And so that's what I'm trying to hone in on this year is just my flexibility and my speed this year. So, mm-hmm. Well, I'd love to hear that, bro. I'm really excited yeah. to kind of go out there. Yes, I'm gonna sir. Got every game, man. I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna watch out for you, man. You, you better, you better show out if you're gonna be talking all this. <laughs> hey, I got you, then. You know, that's, hey, that's hey, watch, so. I'd love to hear it. I'd love to hear it. You know, kind of thinking about the process that football players kind of go through. Obviously, before game, it's super serious. It's, it's, you know, it's the real deal. You know, yeah. and a lot of those times, I would just kind of replay these scenarios and the people that I love and that I care for. In those kind of scenarios, man, like. Who's your hero? Who do you kind of look for for that inspiration? What kind of gets you driving going? Um, honestly, it'll probably have to be my mom. You know, mm-hmm. I just think about like all the hard times that we went through, and you know, all the times that like people doubted me, and mm-hmm. you know, wasn't said like I wasn't gonna amend to anything. And so, I always keep a chip around my shoulder in anything. And I'm very like I'm ultra competitive. I don't like to lose, and so mm-hmm. that's what my teammates. Um, uh, notice me, notice for me since the little time I've been here. We've been playing um, cornhole, we play basketball, yeah. and I'll keep on running games if I lose. Like, I like to dominate my opponents, so um, and that too, just the thought of like losing, like, I don't like to lose, so that what pretty much fuels me before a game. So, mm-hmm. that's sweet, man. I love to hear it. Yeah, you said you know your flexibility and uh, that you wanted to get better at. Is there anything in like football? on the field wise that you'd like to get better at? Um, gosh, anything on the field for football wise. Um, probably I think the biggest thing, you know, being a younger guy playing college football is that, um, I want to be better at pass blocking, pass protection. You know, you really didn't have to do that much in high school. You just pretty much just gave the ball to your guy and they ran. And so, um, I think that's the biggest thing I want to hone on in this year for like football wise is my pass protection. Awesome. So what type of runner are you? Do you like set up and you you look for the blocks? Do you kind of know where you want to go and you kind of hit, you know, juke and are more elusive back like that? Or or are you kind of just everything? Um, I'm going to say I'm pretty much everything, you know. Um, I try to base like the team. I like a lot of film study, so I watch out for their key players and their tendencies. And so I try to base it off four quarters of the game so maybe if the team's really aggressive that for you know in the first quarter you know i'll hit them with speed and if they're not so aggressive then hit them with power in that first quarter and just trying to just dwindle off you know how their tendencies are during the game and so that's why i just love the game you know the position at running back because you can really control you know the tempo and control the defense on how your play is because they have to react to you so that's why i love it so much and so i pretty much would say i have to be an all-around player Nice, nice. Yeah. There you go, bro. That's sweet. That's sweet. Now, here's kind of the real question. You know, um, obviously, me being from California, that Mexican food is absolutely <laughs> incredible for me, man. But have you had a chance to check out any of the local spots out here? Um, I went to Iron Horse, so that was pretty good. I liked it. Mm-hmm. Um, 
went to two of ice cream shots ice cream shops out here i love ice cream and so we went to i think i went to the big dipper and sweet yeah. cakes is what it was and so is ice cream your, uh, your your guilty pleasure yeah ice cream is my sweets <laughs> is my guilty pleasure you oh know? man so, you're telling me man and so i gotta watch out for it sometimes you know yeah, yeah you're an offensive lineman at heart i'm telling you right <laughs> so um people told me get the huckleberry ice cream out here oh and yeah so, and it was really good so that's probably one of my favorite ice creams like ever now so that's good, man. That's yeah, good. Well, so if, you, if you need any in, any recommendation, me and Adam got you, man. That's right. Sounds good. That's I right. appreciate yeah. that. Yeah. Of course, of course. So, what are you looking? You know, what are you looking forward to in the rivalry? You know, you talked uh, mentioned the rivalry between Montana and the other school, um, but what what are you looking forward to and playing in that rivalry? Um, I think I'm looking most forward to is just like winning it for the seniors and the upperclassmen. You know, I know that. Um, they haven't had that trophy back home in a long time. And if I'm able to help contribute to that, you know, for the seniors and the upperclassmen, I think that's the most thing I'm looking forward to is just, you know, seeing that joy, you know, and seeing that excitement on them because they put the most time into the program, obviously. And, um, you know, they haven't had that turnout how they want to. And so if I can able be able to help them with that this year, that's probably the most thing I'm excited for. So. Mm-hmm. That's really awesome, dude. Yeah, it's it's been a tough couple of years. Uh, I was in kind of the gutter of all of that, so I yeah. definitely know what you're kind of talking about right there. Um, yeah, yes, sir. You know, but besides the rivalry, man, like, who are you really kind of looking forward to playing against as well? You know, have you thought about any other teams? Gosh, um, I think the really the first game would have to be Washington. You know, um, mm-hmm. that'll be a Pac-12 Pac school, and I'm really excited. You know, go out there. This will probably be one of the bigger stadiums I've ever played at. So I'm really excited to, you know, go out there. And um, probably I've been, like, looking at our schedule later on. It's probably North Dakota State mm-hmm. as being able to play them. You know, if we get to play them in the playoffs this year, that will probably be another school I'm looking forward to play. You know, I know they had a great program over the past years. And so being able to play them would be awesome. Mm-hmm. That's sweet, man. I love it. Just kind of, kind of getting to the end of the, of these last couple of questions, Isaiah. You know, what are really kind of your expectations and your goals here at uh, at UM? It doesn't have to be, you know, obviously athletically. It can be, you know, just kind of the educational purpose or just kind of growing as a man. What are you kind of really hoping to kind of grow from this next chapter of your life? Um, so the things, you know, I'm glad you said that. I already, I've made my list, you know, coming up here before, and so I think the number one goal for me coming out of here is obviously, you know, to get my degree coming out of mm-hmm. here. That's the number one goal. And then two is just, um, you know, um, build on like my weaknesses. And so I think for them, the classroom is just being be able to um, prepare myself more and create like a better study habits for me. That's number one. Then on the field um, is just being consistent with everything that I do, whether it be, you know, pass blocking, footwork, technique, I think, consistency would be the biggest thing for me on the field and then personal goals you know on the field I want to rush for a thousand yards this year like that's my goal and so um and then obviously get that uh get that trophy from the other team that's my second goal for the seniors and you know um my big goal is you know win a national national championship with these guys and so you know I gotta put those little goals you know see those first and be able to Mm -hmm. Um, accomplish that big goal. Those little milestones will help me accomplish my big goal. So, mm-hmm. so well, have you get you the pick- right mindset, man. You get the right mindset. Go ahead, Adam. Sorry. Have you uh, picked up a major that you want to go for? Uh, teaching and coaching, and I'm going to minor in leadership and development. Awesome. Awesome. Yeah. 
Well, I'm a teacher, so you know it, it's it's a good good profession, and and yeah, you, I think you do do well with it. Yeah, I told my high school coach, you know, after I get done playing football, hopefully that won't be for a very long time. You know, I'm keep playing mm -hmm. ball forever. But I told him I was like, I'll come back and coach the high school team. So that'll be my little retirement plan after that. So there you go, get there back to the community, man. That's what it's really about. Exactly. You know what, Isaiah? You know, kind of one of the last things that I'd like to ask from you, man, is just give a quick little message, man. Just kind of the, the you know the community, uh, um, just to kind of let them know what you are what you're about and what you're kind of looking forward to man um i think the biggest thing everyone's going to see for me is like on and off the field is that you know i'm always a positive person you know i always try to look go. out for people um and i always tell myself you know the generation you know the youth is you know is going to lead to the future and mm -hmm. i always told people at my old school i was like you got to be a better version than yourself than you were yesterday and i mm -hmm. live by that a lot and so that's what a lot of people are going to see from me is I'm always going to try to do my, you know, be better than I was in before. And um, they're going to see a competitor on and off the field, even in my studies and on the field as well. And so um, just to the people out there, I'm really excited to, you know, get out here and meet everyone and be able to represent the t football team, you know, this town and the university and this community. So. That's hey, awesome. man, That's awesome, Isaiah, man. we're excited to have you, brother. We are, man. We, we are. You. We appreciate you, your time, you know, your energy, man. And we just can't say we can't wait to see all the great things that you bring to the program, brother. Thank exactly. you. I'm so excited. Mm -hmm. I'm eager to get out here, man. So I'm, That's awesome, I can't wait dude. to can't wait to roll. Can't wait to roll. Number 26, right? 26 is your number. Um, so I'm not going to wear 26 this year. Okay. I'm going to honor Kobe. I'm going to wear number eight this year. So wow, oh, there you go. Yeah. Doing it the right way, man. Yes, sir. Awesome, man. Well, hey, as I like to thank you and thank you. just for your time, man. Can't wait to see you on the field. And yeah, we'll see yes, you sir. soon, man. Yes, sir. I thank you guys for having me. You know, I appreciate it, man. And just can't wait to, I'm eager to get started with you guys. So I appreciate it. Thank you. All yeah. right. Thanks, Isaiah. All right, brother. Take care, right. man. You too. All right. Go, Grizz.